þú ert að hlusta á alvarpið á nútímanum. of you. Uh, Thank you very much. Well, I, will... I have been awake for uh, probably since yeah, 12 hours or something, and you have been awake for, I guess, two and a half minutes. Uh-huh, and I've got to tell you, my brain is not as switched on at uh, two, we- two minutes awake as it usually is when I'm doing this at night time. Yes, I uh, appreciate your sacrifice. I, I, I don't see why you haven't you know, trying to convince me on being the morning person in this uh, particular December exchange of uh, conversational things. I think that's because I just know it won't work. Oh yeah, so you don't have faith in me? None whatsoever. Yes, I, I, I love that about you. I love the honesty that you bring to my door, like a cat brings a dead bird to its owner. Yes, I bring you an honest dead bird. I'm honest, dead bird. How are you? <laughs> I am all right, I guess. I mean, com- considering everything, mm. you know, everything being everything that is life, the universe, and everything. Oh, you know, okay. it's a, it's it's a, it's an uh, reliably disappointing thing. This whole existence of ours. So, uh, compared to the fact that we are stuck. Uh, in this uh, reality, I'm pretty good. Did you do mushrooms again? I did not. <laughs> I might. I, I might be. <laughs> this might be like a what you call it? A, a back. What what's it called? Acid. Acid. Uh, flashback. Flashback. <laughs> flashback. Yes. A, a mushroom flashback. Oh wow. Um, oh, no, hey. no, I'm, I'm alright. You're alright. Hey, we should we should do a sinking before we continue yes. any further. What what song are we doing today? We just just let's just stick with friends because okay. that's what we are. Okay, you start. So no one told you life was gonna be this way. It sounded uh, synced on my end. Trust me, it'll work. Okay, it will work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's new in the land of ice? How is the uh, the winter solstice? Well, yeah, this is not only the darkest day of the year. Apparently, according to internet, it is the darkest day in 500 years. But that is what the internet keeps telling you. It, it, the internet keeps telling you, this is the brightest moon you will see in thousands of years. Yes. This is the only time where all the numbers of the month will be three. This is the only, like, it's, you're always missing a unique date, so yeah. I guess none of these dates are unique at all, so, uh, yeah, so I'm was it nihilistic did, these days. Did you, know, did you notice it was particularly darker than normal? No, I did not, because it, it really just, it's, it's a matter of seconds. 
So if somebody notices says it means that particular per- person has uh, no life. Uh, you know life or is autistic. I did see this this wonderful video uh, this morning though about this blind autistic piano prodigy uh, a, a 60 minutes interview that made me cry for a little while. Why? What happened? Uh, Did he kill no, someone? Just be- no, beauty makes me cry. Beauty is beautiful. Oh, you're in that place right now. Yeah, I'm always in that place, I guess. Most of the times. I cry more because of beautiful things or than because of the sad things. I because cr- sadness... Yeah. I, think, I, I almost feel as if, as if sadness is more... Uh, um, uh, I guess... It's more common than beauty. Mm. I c- Although... Yeah. Sadness is beautiful. Okay, oh wow. It's going to be one of these yes. episodes, isn't it? It's going to be one of these episodes. <laughs> well, I cry a lot during the Special Olympics. Does that count? Yes, it does. And please don't continue because I think it's going to end in an inappropriate joke. No, it's not. It's not. But I remember, I remember like um, when there was kind of a flat out blanket ban on the Special Olympics in my house when I was uh, with my ex-husband, mainly because he he, he he would stop me watching it because he knew that it would make me cry. Um, oh, yeah. And he, I remember he would, like, come out from his office or something and and, and see me on the couch in tears. And it, and it would usually be in the lead-up to the Special Olympics, and he'd go, what's wrong? And I'd go, nothing. And he'd go, you just saw a commercial, didn't you, for the Special Olympics? Yes. <laughs> There's so I much think, pain in the world. <laughs> and uh, I think most participants in the Special Olympics will not appreciate that you are crying. No, they wouldn't. Because of them. Because then, what makes us more cryable than regular Olympics? <laughs> because you don't have legs and you're running. <laughs> yes, but some of them kill people. Yeah. Only, one of them, sorry. Only one of them. Only the, one of them. The Blade Runner. The Blade Runner. The Blade Runner. Yes, yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah, I remember the time when you did the Oscar Pistorius impression while we were drunk at one time. Oh, we yeah? were laughing. And oh, laughing. yes, we laughed. I do remember I did that, yeah. I think there were other... Is, is Oscar Pistorius... Uh, a gold mine for comedians because he finally we can make fun of a disabled person. Oh, that's yeah, that's quite. That's I never a, thought about it. We will not answer. <laughs> and on that note, I am an Australian, <laughs> and I am an Icelander, and together we and are. Together we are Australia. Australia. Yeah, let's not you do, do it. Do you? Oh, come on. Oh. I've been doing the song for the last three times. I was hoping for you to take over. Okay, all right. I'll hang on. Do, 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 do. Australia. Mm. Australia. Yeah. Australia. Mm. Yeah. And I'm gonna sing, sing it a little like Bjerg. Australia is inside <laughs> of your mind. In the Chinese See, yeah, there you go. I was just channeling. That was very good. That you know how so some, lovely. you know how sometimes she sings in English, and you're like, oh, that bitch, that's not English. 
Yeah, like, she switches naturally into Icelandic. No, know, but it's I've, I've looked this up. There are moments um, where she... Okay, so like, you know in that song, Hunter, um, where she I'm goes... I'm the hunter. Yeah, she goes, I thought I could organize freedom. How Scandinavian of me. And then she's supposed to be singing in English, but she sings, Yeah, well, I, I don't know what language she's singing in. Maybe it's Icelandic, maybe it's not. I can't say that it uh, is a big factor in my... Uh, yeah. Well, life. it is... See, I, I had somebody ask me this on Facebook... Um, this week they were saying you know those moments where you can't really tell what she's singing is it Icelandic because I don't want to be um, mumbling the wrong words and I said no mm-hmm. it's English she's just bad no it's, yeah, that is a cynical answer no because well, I, cyn- I also cyn- as, as, an, as I, I in my teen years I was an uber fan of Björk and she flat out in quite a few interviews in the late 90s, early 2000s said that she doesn't normally sing in Icelandic. No, that's true. She, well, uh, she, while, while she was in Sugar Cube set was mostly in English and mm-hmm. yeah, she's been doing it English for most of the time. But she, the thing is, when she sings, she has done a thing where she's singing in, where she has a concert in Iceland. Yeah. She does the whole songs which you usually recognize in English. She does those in Icelandic, in fact. Oh, okay. Well, that's a different story, isn't it? Yes. Well, you know, uh, I whatever she says in interviews, I believe in celebrities' right to bullshit interviewers at all time. Oh, I do it all the time now. Yeah, because uh, interviewers will mo- misquote you anyway. Which yeah. they do uh, at least ninety percent of uh, the time. I talk to them. Mm-hmm. I, I can talk. Well, this brings me to something I wanted to talk to before we go into our segments. Yo, um, I was, uh, for example, asked to. Uh, I did these Machland commercials for this mm. Christmas. I do, you, I do once yes. in a while these commercials for uh, Machland, which is a local distributor. Oh, or like Apple a, a downtown distributor yeah. of Mac uh, Macintosh uh, products, mm-hmm. Apple products, mm-hmm. and um, I did this uh, thing that's supposedly offensive, but is it? I don't think so. Uh, it's just uh, an eye of uh, the reporter, and um, uh, offensive thing. Uh, what was it again? Yeah, yeah, it was children holding Samsung phones, and they exploded in their faces, and they died. I mean, they're faces were blown off how is that I, uh, how is that offensive it's offensive to, because yeah exactly how is that offensive mm. uh, uh, some people thought it was offensive because i was killing children <coughs> in that animation oh they've had it uh, they, they get off easy for way too long <coughs> but that is in fact not the thing that people were offended of they were in the comment sections mm. they were offended because of two things one because it says uh, the animation is basically like this we have three different kids opening christmas presents from the parents yes uh, and first two kids get a samsung phone so they say something like yay sam yeah. samp they explode the first two kids. 
And then the third kid goes, Yay, iPhone! Thank you for loving me, mom and dad. Oh. And according to this, this this limited amount of narrative and information uh, made some shitheads, also known as humans, uh, think that I was saying that if you don't give your children iPhones, you don't love your children. That's not well, what you're saying at all. No, I don't give a shit about iPhones or Samsung. The only reason I have iPhones is because I'm used to that and it's idiot proof because I am an idiot. And also, I, why, if you think that your child will love you less if you give it a Samsung phone instead of an iPhone, the phone is not the problem. Your relationship with your stupid ass kid is the problem. And if she or he doesn't love you, it's not because of the phone, it is probably because you are a shitty parent. Mm. So stop complaining, you asshole. Wow. Also, yeah. Yes, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just uh, these days, you know, I am in a happy mood. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just sick of this. I mean, more other comedians have complained about the same thing, where parents are always like, how am I supposed to explain to my child? I don't know. You are the fucking parent. It's mm. your job. Mm. Act like a parent. Mm. Stop asking me. A sh a, 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 I'm an artist who knows nothing. I know two things. How to fuck and how to be funny. These are the two things I know. You know how and to I'm, drink and eat I'm pizza as well. I'm really good at fucking without having children. That's the most responsible thing I've done in my life. I using can, uh, protective wear. I can so, smell a stand-up bit. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going into a stand-up bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Anchor is the source for all good comedy. Mm -hmm. um, but, um, uh, yeah, I'm just... And, uh, and uh, the, uh, the other complaint people had is like, uh, is this fair towards Samsung? You know, is... Uh, shouldn't is is this legal even first of all uh, before the children in the animation had the chance mm. to actually say the word samsung they were blown up yeah so the word samsung never <laughs> is never actually uttered in the commercial so uh -huh. i think we i think we got away with that one um i also but, think it's worth pointing out that the moment samsung just let themselves roll out a phone that exploded and killed people they were there was fair game yeah, they are absolute fair game. Yeah. And th these are the things that people... One one guy, uh, I had nothing to do uh, at that particular moment. So I was reading a comment. Mm. Uh, and uh, one guy said, I will not. I love my children, so I will not. Like he, he had uh, capital letters. Uh, uh, I will not spend my money on shit from Mackland. I'm like, is this really the thing that you are angry about in the mm. world right now a fucking commercial i mean this either means that your life is extremely boring mm. or your life is extremely good probably both because if this is your biggest problem you are uh, uh, you are experiencing something called white people problems or first world problems so please fuck you forever why do you read the comments <coughs> because, you know, I need the irritation for fuel towards my comedy. Yeah, but I remember <coughs> we, we talked about this recently and you, you had said you were going to try to stop. 
it's a love hate uh, uh, relationship you know and uh, and uh, you know I, as you can hear it actually yeah, it sounds like a good uh, stand up bit doesn't it's it it's a great stand up bit yeah <coughs> but here is the thing people mm. were very uh, i had an original point which was the th- fact that uh, yeah uh, uh, how uh, journalists uh, sometimes just write select- selectively Mm. quote you selectively mm. so I am not the only one responsible for these commercials it's a, uh, it's a collaboration between me and the Hansen brothers mm-hmm. Ragnar Hansen and Gunnar Hansen mm-hmm. two very creative people and um, they are a part of this whole creative process as, as much as I am I only did the drawings but I don't remember where even the joke came from if mm-hmm. it was from uh, Gunnar or Ragnar or even Hörður from Markland mm-hmm. <coughs> But you know, it's more juicy for clickbaiters to have less. You know, if clickbaiters put too much information in the clickbait, it will get confusing for their prey, which is the consumer, which is the human beings that are stuck in the internet trap. Mm. Uh, so uh, I was kind of offended for their sake that they never got any credit, although they were kind of they they joked about it me in a private chat room. But I said, hey, I'm glad for, you took the whole blame for the commercial. But I, I mentioned you guys. I really did, but they didn't want to. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. they, they didn't want too much uh, sons. In a, you can't have a dachshund and a Hansel and a Hansel. Just one dachshund is enough. So, yeah. and if, but I wanted to have this a segue into something uh, like in a discussion we could have about being offensive. Mm-hmm. And what is offensive, and what does it even mean? Well, because yeah, you uh, today yes, and when this when this uh, podcast is uh, on the when it hits the air, yeah. you you will have your first uh, cartoon. I on will the internet. on the interweb, yeah. on the on yes. the world wide web, and it has been touted by by Gay Iceland as a very offensive um, comic strip. An extremely offensive, extremely gay offensive character. gay cartoon so, character. How extremely offensive is it, though? Well, this is the thing because I just I got contacted. the The news story went. It was uh, it was like uh, evening here, and the news story went uh, live in Iceland, so it would have been you know morning there. And I I got contacted by um, one of the national media organizations saying. Um, so um, I hear that the, that your illustrator is really nervous about the cartoon going out. And, uh, and and first of all, whenever I deal with the media, I I said to her, "Well, I think you're better off asking him because I don't like commenting on behalf of other people." Um, <laughs> you know, because uh, I'm I'm you're going to misquote me enough. Why don't you misquote him directly? Um, uh, so but, I'm guessing I'm guessing that uh, your illustrator mm, Einar, mm. he uh, he he never kind of he never said he was really worried. It's just something he said like, uh, well, in the conference, yeah, I'm I'm kind of worried that uh, something like that. Not well. All not he really wor- said was that worried, worried. All he said, and it's actually everything he said is in the article. It's all very plainly there. Mm-hmm. He said that. Um, because yeah. the the comic is is about um, a gay character, he said as a straight white man he was nervous about getting involved because he was kind of like you know what the hell do I know about this community, 
um, you know, yeah. how can I, how could you, like, in a way, he was nervous about sort of not being able to tell if I was going too far with something because he doesn't know the gay world. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. It's an understandable thing to say and actually a very smart thing to say. Yeah, but, um, but it was, I mean, it's, I don't, I personally, I mean, we've done sort of the first five or six and we're still going because it's one a week. I do not think anything... Okay, so, you know, I mean, the character is this angry bear who lives mm-hmm. in Gekivik, and his his whole kind of... Um, his whole kind of, I guess, special power, if you will, uh, as, a, as an unlikely superhero, and you don't even get to that until, like, the fourth strip, is that he has mm-hmm. a basket, a magical basket, full of, full of twinks. Mm-hmm. And he throws them at people when he's angry. Um, right. And, uh, and when he runs out, he has to go to the gay bar and get more twinks. And, you know, you find out how he actually gets them later. Um, but, but I mean, he's just angry and offended by everybody. Um, but I don't personally, like, I think I'm at a point maybe in my life where I'm so not ever offended by anything that maybe I've lost touch with what's offensive. I think that's an issue with me as well because when I saw this, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not really bothered by it. I'm just talking about it in the context of what really is offensive. But uh, you know, when I saw this headline, when I said it was extremely uh, offensive, yeah. I thought, okay, why? It's, I mean, how? Why? Uh, I guess it's kind of uh, they're putting it out there so that people will understand it's supposed to be offensive. Yeah. The thing is, if you st- stamp something. If yeah. you label something as uh, offensive, it will become less offensive because then it's officially offensive. Yeah. And people will know it's offensive. And a key part of being offended is the same key part as being uh, as surprised. It's just a surprise. You know, yeah. you have to be surprised to be uh, offended. Uh, so, uh, and also when, whenever... Uh, so it's often when they talk about me in some of these articles, mm. they say very offensive, uh, but in a really minor minority of the people who stumble upon my cartoons actually get offended because mm. they know it's offensive beforehand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been pre-warned. Yeah. So it's almost so like that's... saying it's a scary movie. Watch out. And then it's, <laughs> and then you kind of like oh well you never get to see the monster you know it it's, yeah 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 it's also if you say so it's really fu- you gotta see this guy he's really funny he's so funny always the funniest yeah you're kind of killing it you know yeah 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 or or you've uh, got to see this TV show it's the best thing ever on television yeah yeah exactly uh, really? don't oversell anything I gotta be honest say, with you Breaking Bad wasn't that great. Uh, yeah, well, you only saw the first two episodes. I saw so, the whole uh, five seasons. You saw the whole five seasons. Yeah, I told you. I predicted how the show would end in the first episode. How? how what? Okay, spoilers. But how did? What did you think? What was? So happen? I remember. So it was, it was. It was like over Christmas time, and I had bought all of it because my, you know, my ex-husband had really started getting into it, and he was like, "You got to watch it with me." Um, he said, "It's so well written. It's amazing." Mm-hmm. And uh, and I said all right, and I watched the first uh, episode with him, and I said oh so how many seasons is this? And he said five. 
And I said, I said to him, and he was, he, if, if I pulled him up, he would agree. Like he'd say, yes, he did this. Mm -hmm. I said, here's what I think is going to happen. I think mm -hmm. that, um, in the end of this TV series, the wife is going to lose everything. Um, Walter is going to die, but it's not going to be from cancer. And Jesse will have to kill someone to survive. Yeah. Wow. That's really good though. And, and I worked that out in the first episode, which, which I'm, I'm pretty proud of. Um, and, uh, and then when we, when we watch, I remember when we watched the final episode, it all finished and I just sat on the couch and I turned to him and I said, I didn't even have to say anything. He said, yes, you're right. Yeah. Well, I, we all knew he was going to die. That's, that was, so yeah, but I knew, but, uh, I knew from the, the first episode, the it wasn't going to be yeah. cancer. I don't remember how he did die though. How did he die? He got shot, I think. Yeah, he died in a fight. Yeah, mm. that's true. Yeah, but it's not the ending. It's the uh, it's the journey. But uh, I I actually think uh, uh, here's the thing. Yeah. And I did this whole I did this um, uh, tweet one time where mm. I said people who haven't who say they haven't watched a single episode of Game of Thrones are the new vegans. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got some, you know, retweets or whatever, uh, but I think most people did, I wasn't really comp comprehensive there. What I meant with that was, because uh, the uh, myth about vegans is they have to constantly tell everyone that they're vegans. Yeah. And people who, and I was saying, people who haven't watched Game of Thrones constantly have to tell everyone they haven't watched Game of Thrones exactly. like it's a special thing mm -hmm. and like you would say that's not special that's not special you just, you just simply haven't watched a TV show and you're neither better or worse for it mm -hmm. the same thing is with Star Wars I people are whenever there's a new Star Wars movie uh, a, a, a few, many people on Facebook go and say I just have to tell you guys I haven't seen a single Star Wars movie. Uh, guilty. Sorry for existing. No. Mm. There are tons of people who haven't seen Star Wars. It's not a special thing. It really isn't. You just haven't seen a particular movie which is popular. I haven't seen Casablanca. I haven't seen Citizen Kane. Mm. Okay, I need better examples. But you know what I mean. Mm. So, so this tweet, people got offended by it? No, they just. Uh, I I think I think most of them were saying that I hate vegans. Thought that I hate vegans. So they vegans, took it out of context. Yeah, the because it's me who hates here. the it vegans. Was, it was not my you. bad, really. Yeah, you you love vegans. I'm the one that doesn't like them. No, vegans are correct. Vegans are better than us. They are because mm. they are not eating living beings. Yeah. Okay. They are not participating in the mass slaughter of breathing thinking beings of course they are more stupid than us and and don't you know because not they, human because they but don't they have are red meat actual in their living system. beings yeah, and yeah we are eating them so vegans actually have a right to be you know better than us or pretend they are better than us and that's when everyone when everyone is hating on the vegans <clears> it's just, that's just people being defensive It'd be defensive of the fact that they know in deep inside that they are actually participating in killing something. Mm, mm. 
Yeah, that's my uh, and this is me, a meat eater, saying this. I'm just, I'm just, uh, I am a hypocrite in that way. But you well, know, what I'm saying. I'm, I, I, I know I've made a lot of jokes about vegans, and and I know we have like vegan ice and listens to us. Um, and I would, I would come straight out and say, if when it comes down to it, if I had the willpower to be vegan, I would be. Absolutely, that I agree with you 100 percent there yeah. because meat is amazing, and you know even it it's I have a whole whole bit about this which, which I'm still working on. Mm. I, I put it out there one, once in a while, which is uh, I think the secret recipe for KFC is is anguish, and pain and yeah. misery. Yeah. Because I love I love uh, that's the fast food I love the most because it's really tasty. It's really good, but apparently. Uh, according to the things I've heard, they torture their chickens. So, what they like? Do they like waterboard only... them and try and find out government secrets from them or something? Or? Well, that's that's actually a part of my bit. I actually oh. include waterboarding in the bit, <laughs> and it's really dark. And I sometimes I often lose people while yeah. I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially when I did the whole uh swimming through the syringe pool yes i, I remember care. this I bit those chickens swim through the syringe pool in saw too i would yeah. still eat those motherfuckers because yeah, they yeah. taste it uh, but, uh, well i would have to <coughs> i want to i want to put a thank you out to the vegans because they gave me one of my most favorite bits of the last year which is yeah. the the you know when, the bit where i talk about how um, when you tell someone you like vegans aren't really all about telling everyone they're vegans because often they're quite in the closet about it because in yeah, some ways telling someone you're a vegan is worse than saying you're a sex offender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, that's one that was born born on uh, one of our episodes actually. It was. It was. Yes. Oh, what about how how about those memories? But anyway, in conclusion, memories. in conclusion. People get offended too easily. Yes, but you know, they have a reason, but we uh, as comedians uh, have a responsibility to keep offending people yeah. because that's how that's how the conversation starts. Well, that's yeah, that's what I said in the in the interview. I said if somebody really gets offended, that's great because we can open a dialogue about why they're offended. Uh-huh. Through that, it's also the perfect excuse for us to be assholes. Exactly. And it's time for, for the embarrassment of the week. How has your week been? Have you done anything embarrassing? Yeah, well, there's a few things. Okay, yeah, because I was I was actually embarrassed uh, because I didn't have enough embarrassment uh, last week. But mm. uh, I have been unmatched two times on Tinder this week. <gasps> no. Yeah, by actually my top two matches, in my opinion, you know. Oh my god. Yeah, and both of them unmatched me after they themselves recently suggested a date of sorts. So they, so both, they both suggested I'm a date think, and then they unmatched you. Yeah, I'm not liking this pattern at all. <laughs> <laughs> because next time a girl on Tinder says, hey... You maybe want to meet up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start to get defensive and afraid because and go, she's you're probably not gonna, gonna, you're gonna regret me. it for some reason in half an hour and unmatch me. I don't know what's going on, man. Do you know these girls personally? Um, no, no, they were sort, of, but I only know them through Tinder. 
Wow. Uh, they were really, they were on both of them really interesting. We had some nice conversations, and then suddenly they, th- I think, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they couldn't, you know, they had had so much fun with the conversation that they were sure that a guy who is this interesting on Tinder can't be real. Yeah. He is a, a robot. He must be I a, must a robot. Him. He must, he is a, a robot. Robot. <laughs> Um, he's a ro- he's a rowboat. Rowboat. He he must be a spam bot. Obviously, one of the most famous comedians in Iceland is a spam bot. <laughs> yeah. 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 Probably. Or maybe maybe they just got too starstruck. Ah, uh, sure. I don't know. Maybe uh, they it's... were like they were just you know gushing so much that eventually they're like, I just can't take it anymore. <laughs> And uh, and they exploded right, and they but just they knew they're about to explode, so they just unmatched you beforehand to be kind, um, so that they didn't mm-hmm. leave anything, any you know, stone unturned. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are being very good at comforting me right now, but uh, the fact of the matter is, I'm uh, I'm actually going on a date just right after this taping. So. Yay! So it's good for uh, you. So it's all right, I guess. Yeah. Good sure. for you. I don't know. Good for you. Well, thank you. Was there another? Uh, you, you, you did. You went on a date, right? <laughs> Are you, is this going where I think it's going? No, I'm. Uh, this I'm just. I'm just asking you. You went on a date, right? And now the ball is in your park. You can say whatever you want. Because yeah, but I know because I said I said something to you on Facebook and uh, yeah. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I totally forgot because you sent it in the middle of the night and in my night anyway. Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, you don't have to talk about it. Well, now that you've laughed about it, I guess everyone's going to want. <laughs> but I'm not laughing about it. I'm just laughing about the fact that uh, something uh-huh. fairly fairly extreme, I guess, not that extreme, happened. It was. And, uh, and, uh, and uh, I didn't realize that uh, you were thinking the thing. Uh, yeah, well, okay. You can talk about it. If well, you want okay. To. I think I think let's let's do it. It's 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 not really the embarrassment of the week. It's it's my more interesting of the week. Um, yeah. So, uh, but because <laughs> this is so weird, because I'm sitting in my former childhood bedroom and I do not know how loud my voice is carrying. Um, I'm gonna get oh. I'm gonna get you to say what I said to you on Facebook. Okay, I'm just gonna look up our conversation here. Oh, you don't have to and, do it word uh, for word. I just want to do it uh, uh, verbatim uh, to be have it at least how you word because I'm not I, I'm I'm um, I can't remember if it was you know if it was you who was blah blah or who somebody blah blah to you. No, oh no 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 I I. Blah blah someone. Yeah yeah okay. Okay yeah. so you blah blah someone. Yeah. So what you did say was you fisted someone. <laughs> uh, <Yes>. Recently. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, yeah yeah. By the way, last night I fisted a guy. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and was it a... No, 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 no. The, the, okay, let's do the whole conversation. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, I've, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I go like, uh, you need to send it to me again when you wake up, maybe the, through WeTransfer or something, and you say, I've compressed it and it's uploading to WeTransfer right now. By the way, I, last night I fisted a guy. <laughs> Okay, so it, uh, so how, it's a long time. So, I mean, I don't think you ever fisted someone for the time we've known each other, right? I've never done it. So you never fisted the guy? No, never. Uh, but you have been fisted? Uh, no, like. So you? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. Uh, it was. It was my first. It's just experience. that we talked so much about fisting in. You Australia assumed. That I just assumed. Yeah. No. Um. Um. Yeah, no, it was, um, it was, the interesting thing was that I, because I, I've decided that 2017 is the year where I try stuff. Um, yeah, well, it's a, it's a healthy thing. Yeah, so I was, I was, you know, with, with someone getting down to business and it just so happened to come up in the conversation that he was into it. And he said, yeah, okay. and I said, oh. I've never done that before. And he's like, would you like to? And I said, all right. Mm-hmm. And you know and, what? Uh, I didn't hate it. No, you didn't hate it? I but didn't hate it. It must be so weird, you know, a whole it, fist. It was, it was an interesting sensation. I will give it that to you. Uh, uh. It was like, uh, I mean, do you want me to describe or not? Do me the elevator pitch. Um, it was a bit like putting on a glove made of velvet from the inside. Okay, I, I see how that. I've put my finger inside an ass, so I can try try to put that sensation. Yeah. Uh, like on the whole hand. I try to imagine that kind of sensation on the whole fist. I guess. Yeah. yeah and but I. Yeah. So if you're into it, that must be really nice to get this whole thing up inside you. But it's so I tell extreme. You, I tell you, it was the most interesting birthday ever. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like he was giving birth uh, backwards. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, you know, I didn't hate it. And I, I, I would do it again, I think. Okay. Good. I, I don't Good. think I don't think I would be blah blah myself. Um, so you grew up grew up a little. You matured a little even uh, on little. that particular birthday. Yes, yes. And I, I guess my embarrassment of the week was that I didn't know whether I wanted to share that in the podcast or not because I share everything. There's nothing I've ever kept from from our audience. And yeah, you are a you are a sharer. I'm an oversharer. Um, uh, yeah, and I, I wasn't sure. I debated about this for a couple of days, actually, for the whole mm-hmm. last week. Do I share this? Do I not? Um, but what was more uh, interesting think... was that I, I said that I said the the sentence to both you and Bilkia, and neither of you had any kind of response. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, uh, to tell you the truth. I had a girl on my couch when I got your message, uh-huh. so I didn't, uh, yeah, so the first, my first worry, the first thing I did the next day was kind of putting together a whole, uh, 
the whole uh, episode because yeah. we were late with our episode so yeah, that yeah. was my worry number one but uh, just as I sent the you know your episode I saw oh that's right he faced the guy but uh, I <laughs> I kind of expected you maybe but I want anyway I this is something I wanted to talk to you uh, talk to you about in person yeah 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 um, Bill, because Bill Gears response was the equivalent of your mother going oh that's nice dear <laughs> so here was me going I just had a defining moment of my life can't you guys be more interested I like I said I didn't know it was defining because I always assumed that you had done it at one point yeah no I, I had never never done it before but um, bottom line I didn't hate it yeah bottom line you uh, crossed that I crossed man's... the bottom line yeah, you crossed. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was looking through for a way to phrase it. Right past the S bend. Uh, you crossed that bottoms line. <laughs> oh man! Oh dear! I think it's time we move on. Yeah, we. I think we're gonna skip um, Operation Sex God yeah. because it's Christmas and uh, we have limited time. Yeah. And go straight to how to speak Australian. I have a corker for you today oh a corker yeah because uh, I've, 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 I've recently decided to go through a spate of teaching you Australian like full sentences and mm-hmm. uh, and this one this one is great this one I love this one I heard it just the other night and it's basically so if if someone um, is is saying a sentence to you like oh should we do this say 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 you go to the pub. Say you and I go to the pub together, mm-hmm. and um, and you say to me, "Should we get a drink?" I could say to you, "Well, we're not here to fuck spiders." <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best thing since does the Pope shit in the woods? Yeah, on the chest of a ten-year-old boy. Um, <laughs> Thank uh, you, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, do, we're not here to... Fuck spiders. Fuck spiders. We're not here to fuck spiders. So, so, fuck so, spiders. Say, so say, you know, say it's five minutes before the show, and I say, Hulu, should we get ready? Well, we're not here to fuck spiders. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's the best thing I've learned so far. Yeah, we're yeah. not here to fuck... I'm to write this down. We're not here. Here to fuck spiders. To f- so it's, it's just so a obvious. Australian thing you say. Yeah, it's just like it's pointing out. Well, you know, well that's a dumb thing to say. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, well, we're, of course, you idiot. Should we get a drink? E- yes. We're not here to fuck spiders. Uh, so because you have all these spiders, you know, in Australia. So in Iceland, it would be we're not here to fuck sheep. But that's almost uh, like, yeah, because that's, if someone would say that in Iceland, we're not here to fuck sheep, there's always a chance that someone would say, we're not? Yeah, but the thing is, no one would ever fuck a spider, so you need to find an animal in Iceland that no one would ever fuck. Oh, but they're also sexy. <laughs> I mean, have you seen our otters? Oh, God. Do you have otters? Yeah, uh, yeah, we have otters, and we have really foxy foxes. And uh, I mean, the you horses have the come mink on there because as well. they're small enough to be able to actually fuck because they're not uh, that tall or horses. 
So they're like a, ponies. They're like a flashlight animal. Yeah, they, yeah, they are like a flashlight animal. They are ponies, and when, you know, even that's why the song "Pony" with Genuine was so popular in Iceland, because we actually thought it was about fucking ponies. ponies. Because oh wow, my pony jump on it. <laughs> it has five different ways to run. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, there's a rape joke there. Yes, so, there is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> run, run, run! Five different ways. Okay, now, shut up. Shut up, Hulagur. Shut up. <laughs> uh, I think uh, I'm going to teach you about more about Icelandic Christmas traditions. Last time we talked about the Yule lads and mm-hmm. their mother, Grilla, mm-hmm. who was painted by my cousin, uh, Thrándur. Grilla is, of course, uh, a crazy troll who eats naughty children. Eats and, them. And everybody will have seen the amazing painting your cousin did because it is the time of year where it goes insane on BuzzFeed. Oh yeah, we have to do a, a link to that one. Yeah. But there is another creature which is, I think, is pretty much the coolest creature of all, which is the Christmas cat. Yeah. Also, mostly talked about as the Yule cat, but the Christmas cat sounds better. Is it Yola Cutter? It's Yola Cutter. Björk sang about Yola Cutter. Oh. Oh well, it's a, it's an old uh, like uh, uh, an old Christmas carol. Uh, of ours, which is a song about the 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 Christmas cat, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, the the best the taped version of that song is sang sang by Björk before she came, became world famous. Yeah. Um, but Yola uh, Kötturin or the Christmas cat uh, is an interesting creature because it eats children that don't get new clothes before Christmas. I find um, that so- interesting. It's very interesting. So you have to be look nice on Christmas or else the Christmas cat will get you. It's basically something that's done to make sure that uh, kids get dressed and get tidy before Christmas. But also, but, uh, like the, the loophole from what I remember is you just have to be wearing one item of new clothing. Yeah, so yeah. you can just wear it a can be tie or whatever. But I always—it's it's a nice tradition because that's I, I use the Christmas cartons, uh, you know, as a reminder for me to buy something nice for me myself before every Christmas. So it sticks with and you into th- adulthood. Yeah, and also I think it explains the fact that Icelanders tend to be so fucking trendy, or uh, at least uh, yeah, uh, they uh, are um, the Icelanders in my Facebook bubble. Yeah. So it's it's like our own fashion god, really. A cat. Which is... It's, a cat it's, that will eat you if I, you're not fashionable. I remember my first Icelandic Christmas. I spent it with my friend Olaf at her place. We did dinner. And her brother came over. And he was dressed up. And then I realized so was she. And I still have the Australian Christmas attitude. Which is... It's a public holiday. And usually it's too hot. So you just wear whatever makes you comfortable. You're just like... Uh, I'm, I've got my eating clothes on. Well, yeah, well, uh, the Christmas cat sure had the hits eating clothes on as well that evening. If only, uh, you probably weren't on its list because you were no. just so recently moved over here. I was, I was wearing new socks. New what? Socks. Thongs. Socks. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, all right. 
So that's the story about the Christmas cat. Yeah. I also think we should skip Joan and the Barbarian yeah. because it makes us uh, ir- 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 irritatable. Uh, and I, I let's go straight for gay to me straight. Okay. This I've got one for you this week, but I decided in the spirit of Christmas, instead of asking you something, I thought I would teach you something. All right, please. Have you ever heard of the hanky code? The hanky code is something with you having a handkerchief hanging out of your back pocket. Yes. Which represents something in gay community, gay bars, Uh even. Uh Uh-huh. And I can't remember what it represents. You being top or bottom or something? Well, okay. So it came came out of, like, um, the whole thing in the 70s where people had to be really discreet about being gay. And so in a lot of the gay bars in America and some parts of Europe, they developed this system where you put a handkerchief or, like, a bandana in your back pocket. And if it was on the right-hand side, it meant that you were a bottom... Mm-hmm. If it's on the left, it meant you were top, and the color of the handkerchief um, signified what you were into. Right, right. So, and there is, I actually, there is an entire list, um, and maybe when this goes live, we can post it on the page. Um, but for instance, um, uh, uh, magenta, the color magenta handkerchief. Um, which is a style of purpley pink, um, mm-hmm. is an armpit worshipper. Okay. Yellow, yellow is urine. Right. Um, okay. Pale yellow it's... is spitting. But uh, spitting, how is that? I mean, what, how does that? Some people want to be what, spat on, this... and some people like spitting on people. But it sounds like in the gay, gay community, fetishes are more common than in the... Or, I think, or is I it think just so. that they're already more open or whatever? I think, well, at the time, I mean, there was a huge... There, yeah, fetish, fetish is less, um, less uh, what you call it, less uh, taboo. Less taboo, yeah. yeah, because you're already gay in a society that hates gays. Well, okay, let me tell you this. Based on a conversation we had earlier... I would put a red handkerchief in my left pocket. Which means you are a top and you like red um, and you like uh, I, I, the only thing I remember about your sexual preferences is that you like nerdy skinny guys. Come on dude, what did we talk about earlier? Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're a top and you're gonna fist someone. Yeah. Oh, okay, so red means fisting. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, good to know. Yeah, and there's even ones like cop fetish. Um, oh, An oh. Indian fetish and construction worker fetish. <laughs> <laughs> and sailor. Um, there's... There's, there's even one, there's a color, I need to look up this color, it's called Kelly Green. Uh, Kelly Green. Kelly Green. Maybe it's like Kelly Rowland's favorite green. Um, and it is, it is, if you wear that, you either like to pay for it or you want it to be paid for it. Oh yeah, green for money. Yeah, that's, that's a, that's a good one. 
And Paisley. Okay. Paisley. Oh, these are really specific. Um, Paisley means that you only want to either be with someone who wears boxer shorts or you wear boxer shorts. I mean, it must be hell to be gay and colorblind. Oh my god, wouldn't oh, that be... I thought it was purple! <laughs> oh, and there's even a... Take it further, instead of a handkerchief, you can put a dirty jock strap in your pocket. And oh, that means yeah. you want to be given one or you're currently wearing one. A, a jock strap? Yeah. Okay, so why would you want to be given a job? Like, uh, you know, you know, I ca I cannot answer these questions because I am a bit vanilla when it comes to some fetishes. Uh, yeah, but we're we are both pretty vanilla. I guess. We're pretty bit. Well, I'm less vanilla than you but, now. Yeah, you're going very towards other flavors right now, no? <laughs> Wasabi. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I thought I, I stumbled across that the other day and thought you would find it interesting. Um, it's very interesting. I love it. Did you did you have a, a gay to me straight question? Oh yes, I have one. It okay. might be a corker. Oh, uh, because mm. you know, in this new PC era or a new PC age, which uh -huh. is we are living in an age of extremes because yeah. we're either PC or Nazis these mm. days. Mm -hmm. uh, and. Uh, uh, understandably, throughout uh, every every Halloween, uh, BuzzFeed puts out a list of all the uh, racist people on Halloween mm -hmm. who put on blackface or like uh, Native American uh, costumes, yeah, or, st or stuff like that. Is it a matter of time that people will be uh, putting drag? Queens in the same place as blackface because you are pretending be, to be something you are not and understand nothing about. Uh -huh. hmm. I know, right? I I don't think so because um, drag is has always been a form of clown. And it's always oh, it's a form of clown, yeah. Okay. It's always been a form of clown and it's always been uh, 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 kind of a, a characterized version of a lady. It's not drag is not somebody pretending to be a lady. Drag is somebody playing a character, so it's already so a character. If, so if you would dress up as a realistic woman, that's worse. No, no. If you wanted to go, but as you, a, if a non-clown, if you dress up like a non-clownish woman, then you're not doing the clown thing. Yeah, but if you're doing it for Halloween, it's still a form of drag, unless you have yeah. a sign. Unless you, unless you want to go all out and have a sign around your your neck that says you're being Caitlyn Jenner. No, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. But here's the thing: if you, uh, for example, if you're a white privileged person in America and you dress up like uh, a black person to put on a black face, you uh, have no right to do it. First and foremost, because of the oppression the black race has had in the history of the United States, and it's just adding insult to injury. Uh, and it's very racist. But mm. if a black person would uh, dress up as a white person, it's less uh, insulting because of history. And yeah. I understand that and I embrace that. Yeah. But. Uh, 
isn't like uh, if you're a woman, uh, which is has throughout history been the oppressed race, mm. and the man dresses up as a woman, how is it different? I'm not. I'm just asking. How is it different? Well, I think I'm when, looking for. Wait, yeah, yeah. I think I think because drag is actually more a celebration of women, rather mm-hmm. than rather than making fun of them, or rather right. than going, ha ha, you're less than us. Drag is actually all about the things that make women amazing. About um, and and drag is is tends to be more about being empowered and and um, you know, I mean that's why that's that's why when you go to a gay bar. Uh, so many women love drag queens because they are the unashamed, unapologetic bitches everybody should be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I so I don't think drag will ever be in that in that realm of uh, of of offensiveness when it comes to Halloween costumes. No, I don't think so. I think drag is beautiful as a beautiful thing, and uh, and actually, I I was actually thinking this the other day. I would like to try drag, like like full on drag, next year sometime. Yeah. But uh, uh, probably like for, maybe for some Australia stunt or something. Yeah, let's but do I, it. But but I think nonetheless, it is has probably already happened. Mm. Probably. Most probably it has already happened, or it, it is a matter of time that someone will make this comparison. I think it has. I think it has, mm-hmm. but I, I think the majority of people don't really see it that way, because because in a lot of ways, um, yeah, drag was was it was just a celebration of women. I mean, a, a lot of a lot of drag queens started in the cabaret scene during the the wars because they're there weren't a lot of female performers available and the, the troops wanted to see a woman perform. Yeah, I get that. And also it's just, you know, it's uh, a nice way to break norms, mm. in fact. You mm. know, the whole gender bender thing and everything. Yeah, but I mean, that's, that's for me, for me, you know, one of the, I think one of the things that is so amazing about, say, someone like RuPaul is that at the at the crux of it, this is this is a gay man who is just taking everything that's amazing about being a woman, being strong, being independent, you know, uh, empowered, uh, you know, self love is is a big thing that w- when it comes to drag queens, mm-hmm. I know they can have an acid tongue, but yeah, I I think you're absolutely right about mm-hmm. this. The question of this question actually comes from my you know limited point of view as. Uh, straight, white, heterosexual, mm. uh, and it's been something that has so- once in a while popped up in my mind. Yeah, and um, I needed to ask this. Of course, there are there like like every um, batch of fruit. There's always a bad one, and I'm sure there are queens out there who really have the wrong idea and are not feminists. And you know those those people should get out of drag. Um, you know, it's there's I'm sure there's there's drag queens out there who are really doing it for the wrong reason and not um, not being nice people. But uh, but I think the majority yeah. of the time it's not something that is going to be um, offensive. I think that's a realistic and a mature way to look upon it. Thank you for answering. No. I think it's time for, for the ants of agony. We have a few questions. But before oh, we get into the questions, I just want to read to you. We have fan mail. Right. 
we received a message um, from a Christian, um, and it actually oh, yeah. it says fan that. mail, and the letter says, uh, "I've recently discovered the podcast and I love it. You guys are extremely funny and have a good dynamic. Aww, we have a good dynamic. Um, you do. I tend to listen to it while I'm doing boring stuff like going to the gym." I laughed out loud the other day thinking about lesbian nest residents. <laughs> lesbian nest. <laughs> uh, Melanie and Cat. Oh! <laughs> Remember Melanie and Cat? <laughs> I do. Yeah, yeah. I was embarrassed for three seconds, but then I remembered I was only surrounded by world class people. Now, for those listening outside of Iceland, world class is a gym. Um, I also share who Liz hate for Euro hippies. I used to live with one in Berlin. Oh, that sounds like the worst. Um, he was an <laughs> Irish engineer called Dara, but I nicknamed him Jambalaya. Uh, he didn't work, but juggled by traffic lights on the streets of Berlin for coins. Oh, oh God! I know that what doesn't. Assholes. I know that doesn't have anything to do with you guys, but maybe it's nice to know that other people think you're a hippie should die. Merry Christmas and bye. I love you, Kristen. Oh, I love you too. Oh, we should we should let her know that uh, if yeah, if you're living in Iceland next year, we're going to be doing a lot more live Australias. So yes, um, yes, stick... we're going to do at least two a month. At if, least two if, a month. Uh, yeah, everything goes according to plan. Yeah. Um. So we also have one all the way from Finland. Uh, from right. from and uh, so he. He actually, this guy actually sent a, a previous one about wanting to know information about fly fishing. Um, and then said, sorry, ignore my previous question. I was so wasted. I couldn't even remember asking that. All right. We've all, we've all been there before. Um, but I have a serious gate to me straight question. Okay. What is the best way to support the GLTB community as a straight man? Uh, uh, kind regards from the country that pays who liquors bills, Finland. Um, oh, that's a, that's a very good question. It is a very good question. I think. Oh, well, why don't you start? Because you're you're an ally. Yeah, I'm an ally. But what am I doing? I mean, I don't know. I think my way of uh, supporting the whole community is just not. It's just kind of loving it. Mm-hmm. And not hating it, I don't know. I don't put a lot of money in it. I think Australia is my way, really. Yeah. Well, how about let's put it this way, right? You're a feminist, Hulli. I am. But you're not a woman. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, you don't uh, have to. Yeah, okay. You don't have to be a woman to be a feminist. You, you don't do have, not to, have to be a woman to be a feminist. You don't no. have to be a woman to be a feminist. You don't have to be black to say that something's racist. You know when you, you don't s- have to you don't have to, to to be black to know that black lives matter. Yeah. You don't have to be you don't have to be gay to love John. <laughs> <laughs> Although it helps for me. Um, <laughs> um, I think I think I think the the real answer to this question is that you know just the best way to support is um, just if you've got gay friends be there for them. If you notice homophobia, call it out. Like, and I think, actually, here's a good thing, because one of my very good friends um, in Australia, his name is Daniel Whithouse, and he, uh, he has spent the last 20 years going into really homophobic areas of Australia and teaching people how to not be homophobic. 
and right. and in one of his books, uh, his first book was called Beyond That So Gay, because he noticed that in mm-hmm. in high schools, kids were going, "Oh, that's so gay," um, as an insult, and he would go into the schools and teach them about one of the first things. Uh, you can do to combat homophobia or support gay people is notice your language. Right. Like, don't call somebody a poof. Don't call somebody a faggot. Don't use words like that in a... Der- I mean, I know I call you a fag all the time, but... Uh, that's... Yeah, but you know that I don't use that word. Yeah, you don't. You don't. I, just don't I just don't mess around. I, I mean, I'm all for free speech. And here is... This is actually a thing that yeah. I've noticed that some people, uh, if being... Um, you know, uh, being uh, stra- some straight white males mm, mm. Uh, oh, tend to sometimes use the N word, mm-hmm. the C, C word, mm-hmm. or the F word, mm-hmm. because why shouldn't you be able to use them? They're only words, and people mm. know that you don't mean it. Mm. That does not mean that in some context, context it won't hurt people. No matter how open-minded you are, not everybody know you're not that open-minded, mm-hmm. so you should just be careful. But the fact is that when I'm hanging around with my straight white male friends mm-hmm. uh, and we're doing extreme humor, which we know that won't go anywhere out into uh, our, you know, rela- reality, that mm-hmm. will just stay between us, mm-hmm. we might use those words uh, without actually having any hate to it. And that's our way of actually ex- exercising our uh, freedom of speech. But it's always, you always have to consider uh, the context. Mm-hmm. Context, like uh, George Carlin says, is key. Yeah. So, you, you, so if you are a privileged human being, you have to be careful with these words because these words are bombs. These mm. words are weapons. Mm-hmm. And you can't just throw them around like that because it might hit someone. Yeah. Okay, it's a, a, an example I would give as well. Is like, um, say say you're in a pub in Finland, um, Mr. Nico, I believe your name is, and, uh, and you're with friends, and one of them makes a homophobic remark. The best way for you to start being an ally to the community is to say to your friend, that's not cool. Like, don't yeah. just, don't see it and say nothing. Say, say that's not cool. I remember, I remember this one time I was, I was working in, um, in Bravo down in Reykjavik and I was on my own and this guy, um, this South African customer. So there was a whole group of people at the table and, uh, and the South African customer, um, made a comment about his like because there was a uh, a girl working with me and she just finished and he said oh you're on your own now and i said yeah he goes oh bloody woman all that good for is fanning you when you're sitting in a hammock and <laughs> sorry <laughs> you're, 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 it's yeah, just yeah. such a funny and accent. i said i said to him i was like whoa and i straight away said to this guy your plane that came here today did it come from 1953 and yeah, he that's a good answer. and he went what and I said that's a really sexist remark and I don't appreciate it and he was just shocked that this was coming from a man and I said what what are you mm. gonna do next attack the gays and then he kind of like had this silence and I and he just sort of shut up he finished his drink and then left but um, mm-hmm. you know there was there was a whole row of people next to him like this 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 uh, Dutch mother and son the son said to me when he left. 
I'm glad you said something, because if you didn't, I was going to. And that, like, you know, I'm a gay man, so I, I guess I have this affinity with women and feminists and, you know, like, minorities tend to stick together. But for this, this man, who was obviously a straight man, a white privileged man, to let me know that if I hadn't said something, he was going to, that to me is someone who's, who's being an ally to a minority. Um, yeah, and that, I would I think, say so as well. I think that's the, the best place to start. Just, just act, go with the whole, if you see it, say it. Yeah, yeah, I have the same reaction when uh, I, like, this is something I've been noticing a lot is that uh, men, uh, men like me, are uh, talk about how cruel girls can be, say something like, this is something I hear all the time, hmm. whenever a man is heartbroken, he talks about uh, w women in plural, as if all women are the same, and say like they just play around with your feelings and they treat you like shit. Mm. And the thing is, what I try to point out then is like, yeah, but men do the same thing with women all the time. It's not a sex thing. No, it's not a gen. It's a human thing. thing. It's a human thing. We all treat each other like shit when, especially when it comes to love. Mm. So don't. Blame it on women, blame it on the woman, or even blame it on yourself, if that is the case, which it often is. Yeah. Because it does take two to tango. Except when but, it comes uh, to gay men, because they're just the worst. Oh, yeah, I know. Don't <laughs> get me started. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, but I think... I, I think, kid! I kid, I kid. I think that's the best way. We do have one more, um, one more uh, mm -hmm. uh, answer of agony question, and that question is... Uh, from a lady from the Australia from the Australias or countries like such as um, it's, it's a two-hander uh, so the first one is I'm recently single and I've started dating again I have two questions for you guys um, what are some great opening lines when you're on the dating apps and the second one is how do you deal with the crazies well, you unmatch the crazies when you see the craziness. Yeah. As soon as it happens, I... you nip it in the butt. Unless you're me, and sometimes when they exhibit <laughs> craziness, I just want to see how far the rabbit hole goes. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe the, the girls who unmatched me just saw saw the craziness. Yeah, that, that's... Maybe uh... they just... Maybe I, maybe maybe they just read one of my books. I'm maybe glad you said it because if you didn't, I was gonna have to say it to you off air. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, but what what are your opening lines? Do you ever speak first? Yeah, well, uh, it's just you have to try to find something else than high. Mm. You have to try not to be boring. Mm -hmm. It's a tricky thing, really. Sometimes if the other person on the dating app has like a, a text about uh, themselves, then you can go from there. I, I usually, uh, I usually try read not their... to be fake. Yeah, yeah, try yeah. not to be fake. You know, try to just act be, uh, find something that you actually find interesting about the uh, person and talk about that mm -hmm. instead of trying to find trying to guess what they would think would be interesting mm -hmm. so because uh, if you start being fake then you're gonna be caught in a trap you can't, you can't get, get out because so, you yeah. swiped right on tinder baby baby um 
I think that's it. I think I think going with the light-hearted approach is good because it shows somebody that you don't take yourself too seriously. Like, um, True. like I can share with you some of my latest Tinder uh, opening lines. One, uh, one yesterday was um, this this man whose name was Ben. Uh, and the two of us need look no more. Well, and he had he had beautiful pictures, and I just said to him, uh, like I'm just unashamed about it. I just said my opening thing was swoony swoony Ben, nice profile. What are you doing in Brisbane? Yeah, well, I actually did this similar thing, like not swoony swoony, which is more uh, charming than what mm. I did. But mm. I said, I actually literally said. Whoa, cute. Yeah, <laughs> I've I've also used mic drop to you, um, and or or basement flooded. Um, oh wow! Yeah, okay. that's well, what that won't work for a a, a straight man. Going it, like, won't, it won't. It won't. It won't. Heart downstairs. You can't say stuff like that. No. Well, this is a woman who's asking questions. Yeah. Uh, so. so yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've also... A woman will get away with being, uh, in today's uh, day and age, will get uh, more away with being more forward. Uh, I've also... Uh, so, yeah. if, uh, that would work on me, being a bit forward. Uh, but I guess some people find that intimidating, but th- that will be just a red flag. People who find forward women red to be flag. intimidating. Um, also, I think, I think if you're scared about being, um, too in your face, just be upfront. And if they have a really nice, um, profile bio or nice pictures, just say, Hey, great pictures or Hey, nice bio or nice profile. Um, Mm -hmm. what are you up to? You know? And then it's fairly basic really you know yeah i think uh, i think but if you and also but number one yeah and this is you know the reason why people would ask people like us to give them a good pickup line or whatever the number one thing is just to go for it mm. take a risk mm-hmm. because that's how you start the whole thing um, uh, m- most people on Tinder shut up for the whole time and nothing happens. Exactly. So, like you match and no uh, one talks to each making other. Making a fool of yourself is better than saying nothing. Mm-hmm. So just try something that you think will be either funny, nice, or attractive. And I will say... Or all of the above. In the just last, eat sand. In the last couple of months, and I've been in Australia, so I've been matching with new people every day. I have had way more success... With just being myself. If I've got a joke, I'll say it. If I've got something interesting, I'll say it. And not censoring myself. I've had way more success with that than with just holding it all in. Yeah. It's actually... It sounds like a cliche, but it's a cliche for a reason. Just be be yourself. yourself. Um, Do you have any... Did you get sent any ends of agony? No, I just remember that I, the only thing I read was that fan mail which warmed my heart from Christine. Oh, Christy. that was gorgeous. It was beautiful her fan mail. We also got sent some um some metal some heavy melodic metal for you. Yes, I saw that. I thank those people who sent me that. I was really it worked for me. I put it on uh, I connected it to my stereo and did a bit of cleaning up while listening to Devil's Devil's music. Yeah, that sounds that sounds lovely. I did not listen to it. I will admit because metal is not my thing. Um, no, that's all right. 
but I think this brings us to the end of our episode. Yeah, I think it brings us to something meaningful. Do you have something meaningful? Something mean I do actually. I have yeah. been in a bit of a crossroads because part of this trip back to Australia has uh, has been about me deciding whether I could ever live here again. And mm-hmm. currently, now I will not say this to anyone except our podcast, so our podcast listeners are the only ones who will know this. Currently, my home is Iceland. Of course it is. Yeah. Well, I have something meaningful as well. Yep. Okay, um, well, here it goes. <laughs> I'll have a blue Christmas without you. I'll be so blue just thinking about you. Decorations of red on a green. Christmas tree <laughs> won't be the same <laughs> if you're not here with me. And when those blue snowflakes start falling, <laughs> that's when those blue oh, just keeps memories <laughs> start calling <laughs> you'll be doing all right with your Christmas of white <laughs> but I'll have a blue blue Christmas oh. but obviously your Christmas is not white it's just uh, in the yeah. lyrics of the song it's white your your Christmas is more I guess yellowish brown right because yeah. uh, you're in it's the desert in the, that's yeah. how I picture your Christmas you're like in a desert with a crazy Mad Max kind of family yeah. eating I don't know people barbecued Barbecued cat yeah. or something? Or people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be doing <laughs> alright <laughs> with your Christmas of yellowish brown. But I'll have a blue, blue Christmas. Ah, uh, that was beautiful. That was beautiful.
Þú finnur fleiri skemmtilega alvarpstætti á nútímin.is. Takk fyrir að hlusta.